her reluctant tutor. Right, right. And she's his most determined student. Hello! Presents Educating Rita. About Educating Rita. Educating Rita. Educating Rita. Educating Rita. Welcome to the lecture. Huh? I'm Professor Frank Shitthings. Well, don't say hello yet. Huh? No. Huh? Welcome back to Reading 101, an open university course huh? about the Berkshire town of Reading. You can say hello now. Huh? Hello? Hello. Can I say hello now? Yes. Hello! Hello. Should we do the register, Rita? Uh, yes, if you like. I mean, there's only me here, obviously. Do, do I need to do the voice? Uh, just, you can do the voice for the register Okay, part. hang on. <coughs> right, go on. All right, here is the register. Rita? I'm here, Frank. Good, that's that out of the way. How are you today, Rita? I'm all right, thanks. Uh, I, uh, I've had, uh, I had a bit of an experience uh, yesterday, Frank. Did you? I did indeed. I went to see a Shakespeare play. Good Lord. A working class woman from Liverpool watching Shakespeare. I know, well, I'm trying to better myself, aren't I, if you remember? That's the whole uh, Yeah, the I whole do remember. Uh, so, I yeah, I went remember. to see a Shakespeare play. Did you enjoy it? Well, uh, can I tell you a story, Frank? Please do. I once got very, very drunk, you know, unbelievably drunk, and I spent four hours uh, basically comatose but conscious on a park bench. Yeah? You with me? Yes, so far. Yeah. The only thing that was working on me was my eyes and my brain. Yeah? Yep. Yep, we're there. Right, so there I am, four hours, comatose, eyes working. Within that time period, I think I must have seen 35 dogs and one human man doing their business. And not all of it was solids, if you catch me drift. I do. Right. Well, it was a most, one of the worst and most disturbing things that's ever happened to me. However, if you was asked me would I like to repeat that experience or go and watch a Shakespeare play again, I'd pick the dog shit. So you didn't enjoy yourself? No, it was shite. It was rubbish. I don't know why people watch stuff like that. That's a shame. I mean, it's not really going to help you better yourself, is it, by just looking at a load of dog shit? Well, I mean, you're the English literature teacher, can't you? Oh, no, hang on a minute, you're a Reading teacher. That's 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 the actual uh, educating reader. Yeah, you've got yourself confused there, haven't you? If there was a Shakespeare play about Reading, I would get you enthused about that, but he never... Is, is there a Shakespeare play about Reading? I don't believe so. The Three Men of Reading. I've never heard of that one. The three new ladies of Reading? No, not that one. No. The one new lady of Reading? I've never heard of that. I've never heard of any of these. Mm, should we go on with a lesson? Yeah, probably. Before we start with the lecture, Risa, have you got the homework assignment that I faxed you the details of last week? Well, I would have done, but I haven't. And there's a good reason for it, uh, Frank. Shall I read out uh, my, my reason, my excuse? No, reason, reason. Yeah, I mean, I might prefer that you would read out some homework that you've done, but that, let's see. Well, okay. I, I haven't got my homework, and this is why. As you know, I was supposed to be handing in an essay on the Bayou Tapestry today, and I would have done were it not for the fact my husband, Denny, said I should be having a baby instead of doing me learning. I said I'm not having a baby. 
And anyway, I'm suffering from severe vaginal dryness at the moment, so we can forget that thank you very much. He suggested we could get round my vaginal dryness by doing something disgusting, and I called him a dirty pervert and told him I should have married his brother Jack, who owns a Ford Capri, by the way. Denny wasn't happy about me calling him a pervert and burned all my books and my essay and a pair of knickers I was planning to wear to our Sandra's wedding. You men don't understand women's things like vaginal dryness because you're all sex-mad, selfish pigs. And anyway, that's why I've not done my homework. Sorry, I was just drinking. Because you're pigs, Frank. You're yeah, all I was pigs. Just not only are you, you all pigs, Sorry, yeah. but you personally stink of booze. Thanks for that. I would like it one day if you would do the homework, but never mind. Should we get on with the lecture? The Bayer Tapestry is a famous tapestry that depicts the events leading up to the Norman conquest of England and the Battle of Hastings. Total, the clock... The what? Hello? Hello, the what? You, listen, you are listening to me. I'm listening, yeah, the what, Frank? Good. Battle of Hastings. What's that? That's not important, but we can, we, we'll come back to that later. Did that happen in Reading? I've no idea. Because if it did, why is it not called the Battle of Reading? Well, I mean, it didn't happen in Reading, and that's why I don't know anything about it. Right. This isn't the Hastings 101. Let's get on with it. In total, the cloth consists of 70 scenes of war. It's 230 feet long. You might want to write that down. To put that into some sort of context, that's the length of 39 Kenneth Branners laid out in a row. Oh, I can like Kenneth that? Branner. He's got a lovely face. He does. Can you imagine 39 of those faces? Hold on, let me write down that down. 39. 39 th- bodies between those faces. 39 Kenneth Branners. Imagine that. I can imagine it. And I, in my mind, when, when I picture 39 Kenneth Branners in a row, I think of the Bayer Tapestry or the replica, which we have in Reading. Who's he doing? Who's Kenneth Branner doing? What, when he's laid out 39 times in a row? You've got 39 Kenneth Branners. What are they all doing? Are they all doing the same performance? 20 of them are uh, Dr. Frankenstein, 19 of them are Poirot. 20, 19 of Poirot? Don't have to write this down, that's fine. I'm writing that down, Frank, hang on. Don't need to write that down. Rita, focus, you don't need to write that down. Right, so so far we've got 39 Poirots, yes? Well, 19 Poirots and 20 Dr. Frankensteins, but, but, but you don't need to write that 20 down. 20 Dr. Frankensteins, just writing that down, Frank. Good. The designs on the Bayer tapestry are embroidered rather than woven, so it's technically not a tapestry, it's embroidery. Is that knitting? Is that like knitting, Frank? It's like knitting, yeah. My uh, my mum used to do that. She's dead now. Knitting? Knitting, yes. I'm sorry to hear that, Rita. Well, they're all dead, aren't they? Well, elderly women in 1983. Yeah, no, everybody. I mean, if you come from a working class background, you can't expect to last uh, any longer than, well, about 45 yeah, that's true. How old are you? 23? I'm 23, yes. So uh, I'm in the flush of youth, as you can hear. That gives us 22 years to get through this fucking course. All right, calm down, Frank. There's no Let's need. push on. Been on the bottle, have we again, eh? I've been on the small bottle of whiskey that I keep behind a book. Right, fair enough. You've watched the film now, then, have you? Yeah, well, I've watched half of it. Right, fair enough. Nevertheless, it's it's not a tapestry. It's embroidery. Nevertheless, it's always been referred to as a tapestry until recent years when the name Bayer embroidery has begun to be used by some art historians. Isn't that interesting? Why is that, then? Because it's an embroidery. It's not an embroidery, though, is it? You said it was knitting. You said it was a knitting of 19 Poirots and 20 Dr. Frankensteins. You said it was knitting. I agreed with you in order to push on. So where's the knitting bit come in? And where's the Dr. Frankenstein come in, then? Later. It comes in later. Right. Some people say that it can be considered as history's first ever comic strip. 
Mm. Other comic strips include Roger the Dodger, Minnie the Minx, the Bash Street Kids, and the Fat Slags. Can you name another comic, Rita? Billy the Bellend. Yes, that's one. Images from the tapestry feature in the title sequences of films such as Robin Hood, Prince of Thieves, a film starring Sean Connery. Have you seen that film? Oh, I like Sean Connery. He's got a lovely face. He's got a lovely face covered with, well, half of that face is covered with a beard. Uh, not in 1983, it's not, surely. In Robin Hood, Prince of Thieves, which will be made in eight years. Yeah, he wasn't in Robin Hood. Uh, the film wasn't called Robin Hood, Prince of Thieves. It was called Robin and Marion. Uh, he had a beard in that, actually, now you say it. But there wasn't a, a title sequence featuring the Bayer Tapestry. There will be in the film Robin Hood, Prince of Thieves, which is due to be made in eight years' time. That had Nicole Williamson in it. Uh, do you remember him from Off of Excalibur? No. Uh, I could do an impression of him from Excalibur, if you'll, uh, if you'll bear with me, Frank. You ready? What's his name? Uh, Nicole Williamson. His name is Nicole? Yeah, N-I-C-O-L. Williamson. Or Williams. That sounds like you're making this up, but I like that I'm learning here. Egrain! Egrain! That's my impression of him. He played Merlin in Excalibur. Right, Sean Connery in that? Uh, no, Sean Connery's not in Excalibur. He's in, uh, he's in, uh, what's, what's that bloke? Uh, Doctor Who. No, James Bond. Yes, he is in that, isn't he? Yeah, he's James Bond. Is that the end of the lecture, Frank? No. Hold on, I'll just write that down. The British replica of the Bayer Tapestry was a collaboration between the designer William Morris and textiles manufacturer Thomas Wardle. Wardle's wife Elizabeth, an accomplished seamstress, started work on the reproduction in 1885. It was made using hand-dyed woolen yarns on a linen black black cloth. <coughs> black, black, no. A, a linen back cloth. There was some kind of subconscious thing going on there, Frank. Yeah, it sounded like I said black cloth quite a lot. It there, did, but... yeah, yeah. Uh, I'd be wary of that kind of thing. It might be 1983, but it's still unacceptable, <laughs> Frank. Yeah, true, especially in academia. The full-size replica is exactly the same dimensions as the original, which, if you remember, is 39 Kenneth Branners. Uh, yes, I've got that written down, Frank. And it was finished in 1886. It is now on show in the Reading Museum, and that's why we're talking about it now, aren't we, on this course? Right, I see. Because the replica is in Reading Museum. Have they got a dinosaur in the Reading Museum? No. Have they got a polar bear? They have replicas of these things. Do they have a replica of a polar bear? Yeah, it's only about six inches tall, though. It's made of plastic. It's in a gift shop. I'll tell you what, Frank. They've got massive uh, willies of uh, polar bears. Is that right? Yeah, I went to the museum in Liverpool. Can't remember what it's called. I'm a bit too stupid to remember things like that. Uh, but I went there, and I, was, I couldn't believe the size of its old fella. Is it true that uh, in order for people to not spot them, a polar bear will cover up its willy with its paw? Well, they have bright white willies. Oh, do they need to cover up with their paw? The camouflage, yeah. Imagine imagine what you've got in your trousers. I'm sorry to bring this up, Frank. Imagine what you've got in your trousers, yeah? But yes. it's all completely white, including the the pubis. And hairy. Yeah, white. Well, yeah. When have you seen a shaved polar bear? I've never seen one. In a nightclub, maybe, with, like, Peter Stringfellow. This is Stringfellow's for God's sake. Let's carry on. In total, it took 35 skilled Victorian women to make the thing. Can you picture that? 35 skilled Victorian women huddled together, doing a big bit of knitting. What would that be in lengthwise? 
Would that be like 35? Well, what would 35 skilled Victorian women look like in terms of Kenneth Branners? Kenneth Branner, how many Kenneth Branners is is 35 Victorian women? I'd say it's about 35 because he's quite short because he is a celebrity and all celebrities are short, aren't they? Yes, but he's broad. He's broad, Fran. Is he? Yeah. So you're gonna it's not gonna be 35. 35 Victorian women does not equal 35 Kenneth Branners. That's ridiculous. Yeah, actually, I'm thinking about 35 skilled Victorian women laid out in a row, not huddled together doing a big bit of knitting. Yeah, precisely. They're, they're all, imagine this, yeah, if you can. They're all in a big line, back to back. I've imagined them as quite broad, though, myself. I mean, are Victorian women not quite broad? Or am I just thinking of Queen Victoria? No, she Victorian, was quite broad. Victorian women had nothing to eat. Because Queen Victoria had eaten it all. Yeah, she was a big fat lady. She, yeah, Queen Victoria, she ate all the food. So Victorian women, they didn't have anything to eat. So they're not as broad as 35 Kenneth Branners. I see. That's what I'm saying here, Frank. Did you, do you know, uh, while we're talking about Reading and while you're paying to be on the course about Reading, that there's a statue of Queen Victoria in Reading and she's facing away from the town because she doesn't, she doesn't like Reading. Uh, why, is, why is she doing that then? Because she doesn't like Reading. Is it full of lesbians? Is Reading full of lesbians? Is Reading full of lesbians? I don't think so. Did Queen Victoria have a problem with lesbians? She had a bit of a problem with lesbians, but I can't remember exactly what it was. I don't <sighs> think I don't think she liked re- lesbians. Let's put it that way. What an awful woman! So probably in Victorian times, um, Reading was probably just full of lesbians. That could explain why she was turning her back on the town. Do you see? What a horrible woman! You should get one of their movements together, Frank. Yeah, and pull that statue down. And throw write, it in the Kennet and Avon Canal. Yeah, throw it in that canal, yeah, and write, you old racist Victorian bitch on the plinth. I think that's a good idea. Yeah, shall I write that down? Write that down. Okay, hang on. Old Victorian racist bitch. There you go. Let's move on. In the original, there are several naked men featured in the tapestry, but in the Reading copy... Yeah, oh, hello. Are you listening now? Now you've got my interest, Frank, as a lady. I'm listening now, Frank. In the Reading copy, their modesty, as well as their penises and their testicles, have been obscured with small pairs of pants. Well, that's a shame, isn't it, really? Yeah, so they did it, and they covered it up with little pants. Miniature little pants. That's what you want when you're looking at a nude fella, though, isn't it? You know, the the meat and two veg. The business end, as it were. Yeah. Take it from me, Frank, I'm a lady. But you can't see that in the Reading copy. Well, that's a shame. You can just see little pairs of pants. Yeah, shall I write that down? Yeah. Nude men. Reading's copy was purchased for the town by Arthur Hill, a former mayor of Reading and a great benefactor to the town. But that is not interesting, and so the lecture ends here. Right, was he the brother of William Hill, the uh, bookkeeper? I can't tell you because the lecture has ended. All right, well, uh, so you'd again, have to do that. Again, you'd have to I find don't out think I've got my money's worth. You could go into William Hill in Liverpool Town Centre and ask them. Uh, I could do, but uh, I'm asking you, because you're supposed to be the clever clogs here, aren't you? But you're not really, are you, because you're too drunk. (sighs) 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 Should we give you an exam to see what you've learnt, see what you've taken in from this educational smorgasbord. I don't expect you to know what that means. I mean, to be fair, Frank, I don't think I've learned, I, I don't think I've learned that much. You haven't really told me anything. Had you have been listening, I think you would have been. Let's find, we'll find out. We'll test you. Your, your lecture today was, uh, was, was, was shocking. You didn't say anything, really. 
Well, we'll find out. I think you'll find you learnt more than you realise. Okay. okay. All right. So I've got an exam now, have I? You've got an exam, so eyes down. Look in. Okay, right, yes. Okay. How long is the Bayer Tapestry? It is 39 Kenneth Branagh's long, which is 19 Poirot's and 20 Dr Frankenstein's. Absolutely. See? Lovely. So that's, a, that's one. Yep, go on. How long is Reading's replica of the Bayer Tapestry? Uh, the windows don't open. Yeah, I mean, that's not incorrect, so, yeah. So I've got a tick for that. You've got a right? tick for that. That's two ticks. I'm doing immensely well. Third question. What was the name of the woman who oversaw the reproduction? Ah, now, where are you listening? Uh, I was, yes. I've got it written down here, Frank. It's old Victorian racist bitch. You can have a half for that. A half? Okay, right. Half. I'll, I'll write that down. Luckily, that's the one fraction I learned at school. Half? Yeah, yeah, you don't get any more than that if you go to working-class school. Do they have schools in Liverpool? Yeah, I got the one. Ringo went there. Ringo Starr. Who's that? Ringo from the Beatles. He went there, and so did John Lennon, Paul McCartney, no. Pete Burns, and uh, George Harrison. I don't know who these people are. Here's your last question, Rita. Yeah, yeah I've got, I'm going to get this. I'm going to ace this. You ready? Name a film where Sean Connery doesn't have a beard. Nude Man. That's yeah, that's wrong. That's a, that's a, that's a cross. You got that wrong. Well, that's what it says here. So you've got two and a half out of four. You. That counts as an A star in this module. Okay, two and a half out of four. Even though I dispute that because that's what I've got written down here, and I distinctly remember a film with Sean Connery in it that was full of nude men. Oh no, that was a different sort of film. And it didn't have John Connery in it, did it? No, no, it had some Swedish man. Did you find that? Was that one of Denny's films? Uh, no, that was uh, that, that was one of me uh, sister Sandra's films, actually. Very arousing, Frank. Would you like me to describe it in intimate detail? No, thanks. It's fine. We haven't got uh, time for that. What we have got time for, though, is for you to fuck off, because that's the end. All right, well, uh, it's, uh, it's, it's been a... It's been a bit of a crap one, this, because uh, I didn't learn anything. Uh, but apart from that, I think it's been all right. You know, it got me out of the house, Frank. That's, yeah, that's good. I'd like you to go back to that house, though. Uh, well, I've got no choice, because uh, obviously I'm going to get uh, Denny's tea on. Yeah, that's true. You want to get that get that hurried up. Yeah, there'll be hell to pay if I don't get that on. So uh, I'll be I'll be toodling off. Thanks very much uh, for the uh, lecture. I don't know what we're doing next time, because you never tell me these things, Frank. I'll tell you why you don't tell me these things. Do you, do you know why? Why? Because you're a dirty piss artist. You could shut up. Educating Rita. Educating Rita.